one. Starting the day a little in the red, uh, thanks to Oracle. Pre-earnings run just a little bit too much. We'll break down that pretty good report and the corresponding price action. Let's talk about the Apple event. Everyone else is. A little humor at 8.35 with Bill Santiago. It's a Tuesday. We got to get ready for the upcoming session. It's pre-market prep. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I'd buy that stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. All right, good morning, traders and investors. We never got a shot at unchanged yesterday. That was 39.50, trading down 13 and a quarter handles at 45.26 and a quarter. More strength in the buck, up 32.1 cents at 104.86 daily, weekly, monthly support at the or resistance at the 105 level. Crude over 88 bucks, up 81 cents at 88.10. Gold taking out the support at 1940, down 12.10 at 1935.10. Silver following suit, that's down 20 cents at uh, 23.18. And Bitcoin down yesterday, bouncing back today. This is the Bitcoin futures back over uh, prior support, up 11.55 at 26,000. 185. Let's bring on Triple D. Triple D. Uh, really, our only catalyst out there for the down move was Oracle, and it seemed to have a little bit of a delayed reaction. What did you see in the after hours trading? Uh, Dennis will be with us in just a second. I don't see his camera on, so uh, looks like toast is coming first this morning. Toast, um, toast. Okay, all right. Well, let's uh, let's just go right to you. Uh, the uh, the the part of the doom and gloom team uh, that doesn't include me, <laughs> Mitch. What do you what do you what do you got for us today? Uh, it, it was definitely interesting action yesterday. We did get a rip up in the queues. It seemed like it wasn't everything tech though. Some tech still going down. Of course, yesterday Oracle still leaking. Um, we, we kind of thought that maybe it could get a little bit of the bounce. And I played it yesterday, was able to get out of it on a long for green, but I'm glad I got out of it because it's already lower here in the pre-market. And uh, we'll get into Oracle's earnings coming up right now. Uh, here's Dennis, let's bring him on here. What's going on, Dennis? Oh, construction. That's all I do is build things. Oh, it's either toast or it's woodwork outside. Um, <laughs> You've got to figure it out. The kid's asking for toast or it's woodwork outside. That's pretty much it. No, a little sidewalk having quoted out. So the guy was here just to quote the sidewalk. So. <laughs> Never ends, man. You build a house, all you do is spend money. Never build a house. That's my that's my best tip to everyone who's listening. Never build a house. Never. All right. Uh, I was just... Uh, we talking with Mitch about the uh, after hours trading, the Oracle report and you know, Oracle is Oracle, right? 
It has a lot of, uh, historically, I don't have all the stats on it, has nice runs in the earnings reports. And a lot of times, you know, the reports are good, but expectations are too high. Uh, that's a catalyst for us being down this morning, down 1320. But it really wasn't an immediate reaction. What did you see out there uh, in the after hours? No, they hammered at six bucks and the conference call came and they hammered another six bucks. Kind of how it went. I have bought the dip in Oracle here, full disclosure, um, just trading it. So I'm intending that for a day trade. I think it could bounce here um, after the open, I'm hoping. May not. You know, it continues to leak, but I just think there is a little bit of the buy the dip mentality. I think it is an overshoot. I don't think it should be down 10%. Thinking about adding it to the long-term portfolio too, because it seems like every time Oracle dips, it's usually a buying opportunity. The downside here, Again, to your point, Joe, this expectations were simply too high. This wasn't a bad quarter. It wasn't bad guidance. It was simply that ex investor expectations are here, and realistically, they should be here. And that's just pricing of everything. You know, like we've talked about Apple. We're going to get to that in a second. But I mind 30 times earnings. Oracle's expanded multiple, too. It's cheap relative to some other tech stocks, but relative to itself, it's very expensive. Oracle historically, and if we just go and look at the details in our trusty Benzinga Pro, we can see that the PE is currently 22, or the current P is 37, but the forward P is what you want to look at, 22, 23. Historically, Oracle has traded 16, 17 times, sometimes less than that. So it is expensive relative to itself. Now, does that, and that's the AI premium that's been put into everything. They did say AI, our own uh, trustee, Nikki Brown there. Um, said that they said AI 33 times on the call. He sits there and he counts. So, I mean, they're all pushing the AI still. The problem is these AI earnings for Oracle and a lot of these other companies are kind of more in the future. For NVIDIA, it is now. But for a lot of these other companies, it's the future. And I think people are expecting, the investors are expecting, we're going to see all these AI earnings coming in right now. And then when they don't talk about imminent AI earnings, they hit the stocks. So I think, again, just investor expectations simply too high. Uh, looking at the price action here. Or Mitch, you want to go? Mitch, why don't you give us the report? Yeah, I'll give the numbers here. I looked at the report, and it's like, there were just sellers out there. I mean, yep. they, you know, they could have said that, you know, I, I, anything. But anyways, give us the report. We'll break down the price action and uh, see what Dennis is looking at as far as potential support. Oracle Q1 EPS at $1.19 beat the $1.15 estimate. Sales of $12.45 billion missed the $12.46 billion estimate. Oracle Q1 cloud revenue was up 30%. Cloud infrastructure revenue was up 66%. Cloud application revenues were up 17%. Uh, Fusion cloud revenue was up 21%. NetSuite uh, was up 21%. Um, and it seems like what they were expecting here was better numbers on the cloud number. And it looks like it's more comparable towards year over year numbers, but it's just not meeting the expectation there on the cloud revenue. All right. Dennis is maybe looking at uh, some order flow, but there's an area of three lows on the dailies here. And I'm just going to call it 11260. Uh, three oh, lows. In this, yeah, that, that, that's it. There, there's three lows in the same area. Sometimes, you know, you get down to test that area. That's what looking uh, at today. Uh, if you want to hold out for more a little bit longer term, maybe you'll get a gap fill here. Uh, that's probably from last earnings, right? Could that be that long ago? Yeah, June, July, August, September. 
Uh, that gap bill uh, would be uh, at the 110 area, 110.16. Um, I think we looked at the straddle on this one, and I think that this is over exceeding the expected uh, move on this one. So a lot of times when you see an over, you know, over uh, overdoing it on the expected move, uh, a lot of times you do see a rebound. So there's a couple factors working in uh, quickly looking favor. at that straddle, obviously looking at the calls and the puts that expire on the 15th, grabbing the closest strike to it with Oracle price at 113. It was 126 though when it closed. So we'll look up at the 126s. It's okay. three dollars and six seventy cents for the calls and two dollars and eighty seven cents. Put so my error mass says about six fifty six dollars yeah. and fifty cents. Yeah. So we are well over the expected move at thirteen dollars, almost twice the expected move here. So it's a big move. It's a big move here for Oracle. Apple's Wonderlust event today, one p.m. Eastern, and I got a surprise research done for us here. Um, so of course I was looking around to see like what could be brought in the iPhone event today that's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern today. And so I actually found something and I, I want to preface this here and I'll put it at the bottom also. Um, this is from Mac World. They stumbled upon a video rehearsal for this Apple keynote event. And that's how they're able to give these information. Oh, gosh. Of course, Benzinga cannot leaks. confirm this, but this was leaked out somehow and they got access to it. So I just want to let you guys know. We're not confirming this, but I will give you the information so that maybe you're ahead of the game, right? Um, so I'll give you guys what is going to be at least what they found would be released. And they had even timing. I'll throw up the article here in the chat also. So if you guys want to check out the article, you guys can go ahead and check out the article from Macworld. Um, so they said that the event's going to focus on three product lines. Of course, the iPhone, the AirPods, and the Apple Watch iOS 17, iPad OS 17, and Watch OS 10 would be launching on September 18. Apple Watch Series 9 would be announced with improved processing speeds, 5G, and a better GPS. Uh, AirPods SE would be introduced, which would be an affordable option to AirPods, pretty much trying to like bring down the features on the AirPods so that everybody could buy them and everybody could have an AirPod. Um, that's their idea there to bring a, an affordable option to AirPods. Then iPhone 15 would be introduced with a larger screen, new colors to come out, um, improved camera, and iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max featuring an A17 Bionic chip, improved battery life, advanced camera technology. And then uh, Apple would be announcing a new proprietary connection standard called the Apple Port with unique features. Of course, they always change up their ports. Looks like there's gonna be a new port uh, released here called the Apple port. Um, it's designed to be compatible with USB-C products. Um, so maybe that makes it a little bit more accessible. You know how Apple has always gotten hit in certain places because of that port. So maybe they're trying to make it accessible with USB-C. Other than that, that's pretty much everything I got from this article. If you guys want to check it out, I threw it's it up Very detailed, there. right to the times and everything. I was just clicking it in the chat if you want to. Uh, Mitch just posted it in the chat there. Very, very detailed. I got you guys. I did we don't research. know again if this is all accurate. Things could change. Maybe this leaked and this isn't correct, but it does look like it's like pretty scripted. Like It looks like it's the what's going to happen here. My concern, again, for Apple 
is the valuation. Not that it's not a fantastic company, but that it's traded up to 30 times earnings, which is about the most multiple it's traded at in probably 20 years. So it's trading at extremely high multiple relative to itself. Same story as Oracle, but this one's even more extreme. Again, when I started buying Apple back in 2010, 2011 for the long-term portfolio, it was trading 12, 13, 14 times earnings. And we were arguing this is like a consumer staple as iPhone. It should have expanded multiple. That's what Jim Cramer was arguing and many people in the street were arguing. It has got that multiple now. It has expanded out to 28 to 30 times earnings. Yes, the reason sell-off has it down at 29. It's just expensive relative to itself. And I don't see this new game-changing product on any of this, what you just said. It looks like improving the iPod, improving the iWatch, improving the iPhone. Show me something new and cool. Show me something that is game-changer. Show me the next iPhone, and you know what? Maybe I would pay 30 times earnings. But I'm not paying 30 times earnings for the same dang iPhones that I was paying 13 times earnings for 15 years ago. So, sorry, I don't like Apple here at all. I think it's going to be another disappointment here. I think, yeah, the recent rally, which is classic, my strategy that I talk about on the show all the time, the rep into the event. I think you've seen that for the last three days is the run-up into the event, so the classic run-up. I think that may get faded. Um, unless they say something revolutionary that we're not seeing in this script that you just read, Mitch, I think it's going to be a disappointment. Would you rather own Apple at 30 times earnings or Colgate Palmolive at 21 times earnings or Clorox at 26 times earnings or Procter & Gamble at 24 times earnings? It's not 30 mm. times earnings. Okay, they're not 30. But, uh, so that's I a mean, big I, difference. I, you knock it down 20% from here at 24 okay. to 25 times earnings. That's a big difference. This was always the argument. This was always the argument that you've got Procter Gamble as a consumer staple, things have to buy. So they're arguing the iPhone you have to buy. That's a stretch in itself. That's a stretch in itself. Does everybody need? You know, to Spinner's point, who makes fantastic points all the time in our chat, does everybody need a $1,400 phone? Do we need to upgrade continuously? My wife's still on the eight. You know, like I get four she or five will. years out of these I, things. I think there's, She's going to upgrade. Oh, yeah. Soon it's coming. There, there's going to be an upgrade cycle here. And I, I think that that <laughs> um, even with $100, we don't, if the, the price increment higher, um, people, I mean, People are going to upgrade their phones. They might not buy a new car, and we'll go into that discussion. They might that not buy a new house. That is priced in, though, Joel. It's not like it's priced in that nobody's upgrading their phone. They price in for every three years that everybody's upgrading their phone. If that stretches out to four or five years because people are less or more strapped for cash, let's just say people don't upgrade every three years, which they're averaging. is like three years. I go to five because I'm cheap. You know what? There's going to be some people who are a little bit less money because interest rates are a little bit higher saying, I'm going to stretch it out here for another year. Show me something really cool on that phone that I have to have. But you give me a slightly better camera, probably a little different color, changing it by a gram, the weight of it. I mean, these are not revolutionary developments. And I want to see a new product from Apple. So I'm going to continue to argue that paying 30 times earnings for Apple is not like paying 13 times earnings for Apple because people are arguing Apple just goes up. Look at the last 10 to 12 years. The stock only goes up. If you buy the stock, you make money. Own Apple, don't trade it. Jim Cramer is saying that all the time. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I would like just own these stocks, don't trade them. Trade everything. Trading is, my trading account is way more consistent than my long-term investing account. You become a good trader 
you know, there's there's all kinds of different opportunities. It's just a stupid thing to say. But Apple itself has expanded multiple where you're paying twice as much as you were for this company 10 years ago. I don't see a company and I don't see a hell of a lot of innovation since Steve Jobs. I see them improving things, but I don't see like this new revolutionary products. So I'm going to argue that Apple is not worth 30 times earnings here and it doesn't have to go up straight up. Come back to 20 times, start talking to me. 30 times, I would sell at 24, 25, 26 times earnings. 30 times seems really stretched to me. So no, thank you. Uh, Jason, Jason, Jason Lee's coming in with a comment here, and he said, you're completely ignoring the entire reason they add multiple expansion. They have a rapidly growing services business that gets 30% of every app in the app store. So maybe the growth is going to come. I, I, I agree. They need growth. They need inform, uh, innovation, but they do have other areas, you know, that are, that are picking up the slack. That fact that they have the eyes in the ears of so many people does add to the ser- add to the services and, you know, they, they do need something else, but man, they, they do have a cash cow. They have the stock buyback and maybe just hold on until Warren sells, right? If Warren starts selling, then Maybe, you know, that's that will probably the, I think that would be the biggest catalyst when you hear he if he's reduced his position by 25 or 50 percent. But we'll see what's in store. Uh, technically, there uh, were well, sellers out the there yesterday. But, right? And we can and this is an important conversation. Sometimes we're going to spend a little bit more time on a stock that, you know, when the conversation is there, that's pretty important here. But Apple revenue for the quarter ending June 30th, 2023 was $81.79 billion. That was a 1.4% decline year over year. Decline. Apple revenue for the 12 months trailing, ending June 30th, 2023, $383.93 billion. Up 0.93% decline year over year. Decline. So show me the growth, Joel. Yeah, I can go with your argument and say, oh yeah, we're going to have services growth and we're going to have this growth. Show me the money. Show me the money. Because right now, I'm not seeing any growth. And I ain't paying 30 times earnings for something that's not growing. So start showing me some growth. Maybe we get interested here. But I honestly think Apple is a sell at this point in time. Tell yeah, the battle that's I think opinion. is. I have no crystal ball. I don't know anything. That's just my opinion. But all these people who are just tooting Apple, 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 Apple. Show me the money, man. Show me the growth coming back. So, of course, uh, just to add to Joel's mention and from the chat, they're they're definitely focusing on the services. Apple announced that they have over 1 billion paying subscribers for its service business. And the service business generated $21.2 billion in revenue, accounting for more than 25% of Apple's total revenue in the quarter. Of course, uh, CEO Tim Cook has been mentioning things like uh, we brought uh, Messi onto Apple TV and things like that. Um, are where they expect to kind of continue making moves forward, right? In their services business is what uh, the growth outlook is. We'll see what happens. You can see there's both sides of the coin there on Apple. My We're biggest thing it. is- Joel's bullish, I'm bearish. I'll do a bet with you right now, Joel, if you want. I will take 160 over 200. I, I, how about- I'll, all right, Joel, do you want to take the bet? close, man. Maybe they announced a flying car at the Apple event today, and you get it today. Well, that's a that, 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 somebody that, will quote that, me on that. That that's a new old that's a, that would be a new old time high. Well, so you just I'm got not... done telling me this revenue is going to grow like crazy, and we got to pay thirty times earnings for Apple. So I'm giving you a bet, man. It's I'm giving L- you. Lionel Messi well, added uh, to. I'll give you an edge. 
I'll give you. I'll give you one ninety nine. I'll take no, one sixty. No. I'll about, give you one how about, how about um how about one eighty five versus no, one seventy five? One eighty five. The thing's just chopping around. It could hit one eighty five on chop. So no, we're making a longer term bet here. This isn't day trading. Could hit one ninety five on something on event. Two hundred one sixty. It's it. out there. Hit hit the bidder. Don't. <laughs> we'll see what sure, happens, guys. What it. we give on I'll this show, it. we give opinions. Man. You know I'm what I'll never, take? I never, I never take the bullish end of our bets, and I always lose them to you. So I'll take it. Okay, two hundred one sixty. There we go. You know what I'll take? I'll take Intel with twenty-one times earnings. Have you seen the move that we've been seeing in Intel? Mitch, you've been all over this Intel. You still long it? Um, I, I I sold it into the thirty-seven. We suck at holding me and you. We Mitch. suck at holding that. Me and we you, suck, Mitch. Bro. We enter. You have the same damn problem I do. We enter <laughs> trades. We're very good at getting in, and we awesome have no idea how to exit a trade. We need to take the course yeah. on exiting trades. We enter excellent. We we look at the setups, we see them, and then we're like, "Oh, give me the money! Show me the money!" Take we get me the money. Scalper blood. Take a take a take a little you know knife, cut your finger up, uh, and squeeze some of that scalper blood out of you. We got to yeah, rid you know, of some of that scalper blood. What what portfolio? Did you have it in a long term portfolio or swing trade? It's a swing trade. He's swing. He's swinging everything. He's I'm swinger. a swinger, baby. He's a swinger, baby. <laughs> I swing at what I see out there. Um, but it's a good move through that 37, right? Like we made what three moves, stuttered there for a second. Now almost filling the gap at 39. And I've been hearing more and more news out there from people that are more computer experts saying that NVIDIA is having trouble meeting the demand for their chips out there. So what is the second place that they're seeing people go to is Intel, not AMD. And you guys know I've been a, a big person against Intel, but seeing the story shift here is really leaning me towards more Intel than even AMD. I was in Intel for a while and I couldn't have played it worse, really. You know, I had it. I bought it like $33, went down, came back up. I sold half a 30, then it went down again. I'm like, you know what? I'm just done with this. End up taking a loss in the long-term portfolio on it. And it's back up at 38 and I'm thinking, why did I sell? So sometimes, you know, you just don't play it right. I did that with Palantir too. Joel holds forever. I'm sure he still has his Intel because Joel never sells. From much high, from higher prices. From yeah. higher prices. Yeah. But... Added, added to it a couple times, but... Uh... Never frowned. Average. Yeah, it's had a big run from 32 to 38. The only thing I look at, the only thing sticking out on the dailies right now is just a pair of highs uh, right at the 38.75 area. But you know what? 38.52. So whatever. Double top. We'll see if it turns into a triple top or you can make your way towards 40 bucks. Hasn't traded in the $40 handle since July of 2022. United Autos Workers Union is oh gosh, still on the battle here. Yeah. Pay increase <laughs> demands. All right, yeah. let's get to the action. Uh, there's the recent proposal, and this came out from the Wall Street Journal. It's looking like they're switching their, uh, at least bending a little bit. Of course, the past given uh, rate increase was 40%. Now they're looking for a mid 30% raise. Of course, the time is running out here for the 14th. Only two days left here. Oh, man. Um, I think, you know, somebody was saying there's 99% probability they're striking. I think it's really high, too. I think the strike is happening. I How think is Stellantis somewhat... going up on this? 
Well, they're whole, they're the closest, right? Stellantis, they're saying they, they've come up to like 14% or something last I was reading. I don't know if I have the numbers perfectly because I'm going off my memory here. And they were coming down. UAW wanted 46. Now they're talking in the 30s. So they're trying to negotiate. It's going to come lower. So eventually they will get a deal done. To Joel's point, eventually there will be a deal done here. I don't think it's going to be before Thursday night, though. So I do think they're going to go out. I do think they're going to strike. I do think it's going to cost these automotive companies some money. I do think it's not the major problem for the automotives. The major problem is what our our friend over at Cox Automotive said yesterday on that clip that we showed that I think demand is going to fall off a cliff for new new cars because I think the prices have gone up too much on the cars and the financing is just unattainable for half the population is what he was saying. That's not good news here. So... I think as margins get squeezed, because even if they come up with a deal, it's going to be squeezing their margins even more. GM and Ford are going to make less money. And I think that's an issue. I think they're both value traps at this point in time. Any pop that they get, I think what's going to happen, they're going to strike. Stock's going to go down a little bit. Maybe GM gets down to 30. I think they settle. They get that 10% pop on the day they settle. I think you sell that pop because I do think there's more problems coming ahead. That's my prediction, crystal ball prediction on the automotives. We will throw it to you guys. I'll just say it, it's if you're looking at the strategy of shorting ahead of the strike and you're looking farther out, I think the time was in July, mid-July or any time in July or in August. And now it just to me, it's just on a bunch of monthly support here. Uh, um, I, like you said, there went, when they settle the strike, it'll pop. I think I think it will get a pop. What it does after that. Uh, will be, you know, will be the key. Uh, the other thing too with uh, with um, with GM, and it's just like they just kept coming out with good reports, and it just wasn't reacting. It just wasn't reacting, and that you know you saw the, the decline in it. Uh, but you know you're on all kinds of crazy monthly support here. Uh, let's see, let's see if it holds, and so let's see what happens out with the strike. Uh, those increases that they're asking about are over four years. So uh, when you when you say you know thirty five or forty percent, but even since yesterday when we had this discussion, there's been progress with Stellantis, and a lot of times yes. they pick on somebody, right, and they get the deal done, and then the other two follow suit. So yeah. I'm just gonna stick. I'm just gonna stick with my contrarian ways. It has nothing to do with me, you know, uh, loving the Motor City and being in Detroit. It's just my contrarian way of uh, of looking at things in the market. Mitch what about did Tesla? Some homework. So stop. I want to do your homework oh, okay. here, Mitch, before yeah, you go to Tesla, it. because Mitch did some excellent homework here, just talking about yeah. the financing issue. So let's move away from the strike. I do believe eventually it will get settled. And I do believe you will see a pop the day that settles. I think they could sell off ahead of that, though. So it can end up in the same spot we are right now. But I don't see a lot of downside here, imminent downside, really, for those automotives. I don't think when they strike, the stock's going to fall 10%. I think a lot of that's pricing. So I'm with you, Joel, on the support. Okay. But Mitch, my concern is what, obviously, the Cox Automotive gentleman was saying. And Mitch has done some research on that financing component. Because here is the issue, is that it is very, very expensive now to finance a car give us you know those payments that you were researching yeah so here's an easy outlook right let's take a look at a tesla itself right here's a tesla model 3 right it's valued at thirty three thousand nine hundred ninety eight. it has thirty nine thousand miles on it um and we let's take a look at what the average payment would cost here so if we take a look here down payment at zero right and having a good credit score at 670 to 739 pretty decent credit score there 
estimated payments here, 658 to 751. Let's just be honest. What average American or middle-class American is going to be able to afford this payment? $700 a month. Is the I don't care if you're saving gas. For a you're not saving that much gas. For a $4,000 car. $700 a month is the monthly payment for a $34,000 car. And you want to know something? A lot of cars are more expensive than that. Like, and you start thinking about those Ford F-150, those Lightnings, which are running up $80,000, dollars $90,000. Oh, yeah. well, that would be a fun one to look at. <laughs> but, yeah, I nah. mean, it's very difficult to see the majority of people just going and continuing to buy new cars. People were finding money for a while, but eventually higher interest rates do matter. I think it's hard to get bullish all this stuff until we actually start seeing the Fed actually pivot and start cutting rates. So I am completely out on buying any of the automakers until I actually start to see the Fed talk about lowering rates. Don't wanna, you don't want to buy the Ford Lightning for $1,480 a month? What is it? $1,480 a month, Dennis. That's all it is. $1,400 a month, Joel. Who's buying that? That's all that it is. That's all it is. Just $1,400 just a, a month. <laughs> you might need to live in a trailer park to have this car. But... $1,400 oh a month. It's God. a beautiful Look truck. Look at that. Don't, Look don't at tow that, anything man. with it, though. Look at that payment. Oh, no. It could go up to $1,600. I'm sorry. Oh, up to $1,600. is on the low end. $1,400 to $1,600 a month. Holy crap, Sometimes man. it just takes a little bit of research to realize why Ford is trading six times earnings or why you know GM is trading five or six times earnings. You know what? This demand is going to go... It's going off a cliff. You know, we, Especially why with solar interest stocks? rates. Why does ENPH go down every day? The focus well, now, right, Dennis? the stuff. The focus now, right, is not that the Fed is going to maybe do 25 basis points more. I, I think that's kind of maybe a given, whichever way they go there. It's more how long do they stay at these interest rates? Because that's what's going to bend and break the consumer, yes. right? If it yes. just stays there for, let's say, mid-2024, late 24, that's where I think we got to just focus now. It's not necessarily the, uh, the, the change of not raising rates. It's when do they pivot? The, the good old pivot. And and when they're trying to do a deal here, do you think like maybe some execs at Ford are looking at these monthly payments and thinking, man, we are in as good as it gets. We're in the Goldilocks, you know, the last couple of quarters here. We've got interest rates that are still ticking higher here. And now we're looking at these payments where we're struggling to follow, sell the Ford Lightning. It's like, man, you know, they, maybe our sales are kind of up at peak sales right now. And if our sales start going down, Ooh, and our labor costs are going up. That doesn't sound good for the bottom line. So I think there's going to be, you know, like, I think it's, it's like right now the UAW just keeps looking at the record profits and they say, why don't pay us, pay us, pay us, pay us. But I think when you look out a little bit, I think those record profits aren't going to be records next year. All right, let's get to Disney's outlook. Disney Advance came after CNBC's David Favor cited sources saying that the entertainment giant reached a deal with Chartered Communications over a disagreement that caused cable disruptions. Disney got a little bit of a pop yesterday, but then came right back down. Is this one that is starting to see the turn, guys? 
not until it gets over $85. Uh, that was just such major support over a long, long, long period of time. It broke it, tried to recover it. So I think on on this recent up move here, yesterday's high, 83.85. It even has a ways, a ways to go to get above that. Uh, but if you could uh, clear that quad top just under 85, that's major resistance for yeah. now. Um, it did get a pop. I mean... I, I mean, they, they settled it. Charters uh, definitely getting a little bit more, got more of a boost off it yesterday. Um, I don't know. It's it, it's it's good news in the short term, but does it really change, you know, the long-term picture for the company? And they're just kind of getting back something that they had previously already had. It's not like new revenue, a new deal or anything like that. Good so. news for a day. Joel's giving you an excellent level at $85. And I think you got to stay off this Disney train until it's above 85 and holding above 85. Is it oversold? Yeah. Could it bounce? Yeah. You know, there's no doubt. And, you know, it's as at major support, which you've talked about before too, Joel, this $80 was COVID. Oh yeah. COVID so I mean, you got, you're not going to just cut through that like a hot knife through butter. It's going to have to do some work to get through that. But there's still some issues here at Disney. It's still on my shopping list long term. But I just haven't, you know, I'm looking at it. It's written down. At a certain point in time, Disney will be a buy. I'm not striking yet. All right, guys. We're going to go to our guest time. And uh, we'll digress a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I think we've been having some fun already getting into some conversation. I'll tell you what. We're about to have some more fun oh, here. Gosh. I've been waiting for this moment. Uh, I think all my life, but we'll, we will talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you built that up. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead. Uh, let's bring on our uh, guest today. And I, I'm going to let Joel lead on this one. Uh, I'm going to even uh, hop thanks. in the background. This is going to be fun. Dennis and I will probably kind of tune out a little bit and just kind of laugh in the background. I know that the you guys fast. are going to get I'm some nervous. laughs. I'm nervous. Get ready, nervous. guys. Maybe hide the children, but let's get after it. Let's get to oh, it. Yeah. All right, let's Bill, do it. Bill Santiago, comedian extraordinaire. Uh, Bill, how you doing? It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Things are about to go very bad. You guys only call me when we're on the brink of disaster. <laughs> uh -oh, uh -oh. How's it going? Good, good. good. I good. mean, I just oh, Apple! I can't wait for the event, man. <laughs> I got you all pumped up now, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I bought it, brand new iPhone 14, baby. The upgrade cycle. I'm contributing. <laughs> I'm a believer. There, eh? I'm a he's believer, got the, Dennis. He's got the phone in his hand. You are? You long? Yes. Out? To the moon. To the oh, I'm riding high from uh, the uh, the Dojo Mojo yesterday. Tesla and Adam Jonas put me in such a good mood. I saw a roach. I didn't even try to kill it. I was like, "You go, baby. Stay of execution." <laughs> Thanks to Adam Jonas, just stay out of my refrigerator. You are free to go. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> so I you're love bullish this market. The morning, you. You came in so bullish here right now. He just goes contrary to me, don't you? I'm kind of starting to get bearish again. Bill. I swing at every pitch. I chase every I rally. I buy all the hype. That's me. <laughs> the face it's good of to be the with hype. you on uh, right CP, CPI. What, what, do we, what do you guys want to talk about? CPI, PPI, UAW, FOMC, LGBTQ, 4920. What, what do you want to do? 
I wanted, I, you're the eyes and the ears of the world to me. You are out there. We've been on with you several years. You went through COVID. You went through <laughs> different phases of your business. What yeah. are you seeing out there? Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna, uh, uh, first of all, I'm not going to say another word unless I get a 46% raise. <laughs> it won't cost you anything because 46% of zero is zero. Actually, it's less with inflation. <laughs> what do you all right, all right. You, want, you want you want my take let's get right to my crystal ball yeah. i am yeah. predicting this is this is my prediction this is it this is what you want to know this is what you came here for i am predicting a hardcore soft porn landing in which goldilocks <laughs> sleeps with the three bears what do you think about that <laughs> i hope the kids are hiding the kids <laughs> i'm not worried about the kids <laughs> i am i am hiding guys i am we, we had back by the way kids follow me on instagram if you want an only fans link to my deep fake chair pal twerk tutorial i got bobby's got to make some money here what's going on i what are you seeing out there are you raising ticket prices what are you seeing in the in the eyes and ears of the economy what are you seeing out there bill I'm working for free this morning. What does that tell you? It's going well. Full disclosure, full disclosure, nothing I say is for entertainment purposes only. Everything I'm talking about is purely actionable financial advice guaranteed to lose you money. Oh, guaranteed to lose you money. Okay. I, let, let's switch gears a little bit here. And um, how are you incorporating AI into your comedy routine? <laughs> well, the last five minutes were written by ChatGBT. What do you think about that? <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. It's <laughs> ChatGPT. I got maybe get along that stuff. I uh, I tell you, it's just good to be. It's just good to be a bear market survivor. I was creamed. I was I I was wiped out. And you're back. I'm back. I'm back. Barely back, but I'm back. I remember. I remember that. I remember exactly when Elon Musk tweeted that he was buying Twitter. I lost sixty-four thousand dollars in about five seconds. I, 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 I would have jumped out a window, but I hadn't been vaccinated yet, and I didn't want to take any chances in case I survive. <laughs> in case I survive, I, I, I so, should have listened to the cow guy. The, the cow guy is good too. He's already yeah. Good he's too. very good. But he's I, I, by his motto. I, I, I love his motto. Don't 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 get high on your own manure. <laughs> that's a good motto so, so you're not you're not the ai craze you're not uh are you investing in any ai stocks is it something apple that... apple you see this box it's all ai it's absolutely impenetrable i've had it for two weeks i cannot open this box <laughs> i got that one that's that the uh so seriously the, the, though are you seriously yeah that's why i'm here to me about your long-term portfolio here bill because you know we know you're 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 an active investor here and you know we've had had a pullback here in some stocks here what do you like right now what stocks do you does bill santiago like we apple what else oh well i i was really into uh 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 vinfast the day before it plummeted uh 67 <laughs> and then uh, do you remember do you remember the uh the better ipo 93 percent down in the first day that that's the kind of thing i'm going for oh those are fun those are always fun yeah vfs yeah. what a fall okay you want you want some recommendations now. okay here you go here you go uh oh. um no this is this is this, this is for real go for uh uh qubits D-Wave quantum computing. That's the one. That's my swing what's for the fence. What's the symbol on that one? QBTS up 17% yesterday, <laughs> down about That's 50% in the past in the past two weeks. Oh, this gosh. thing, this thing, this thing is a wild bronco. 
This You'll thing thank is me. a money, <laughs> money burner here. Yeah, well, you'll so thank me or your $13.23 last year. We are now buck. We did we are up from 48 cents though back in April. So if you bought it at 48 cents, you've doubled your money and you're pretty happy about that. I but have man, a, I, trend, I have a problem. I, I just I just I just have to confess to you my problem. Like I, I am so addicted to this market now, you know. I mean it's, it's this whole year's been like a revenge trade for me. I can't stop looking at my phone. My <laughs> girls don't understand it, or they they don't they don't understand why I'm always glued to my phone watching the stocks or like my uh my mood swings, they, they think it's just like a very intense game on Roblox that, that I can't handle, handle very well. I'm like, don't you get it? If the 10-year keeps rising, you're never going to see Taylor Swift live. <laughs> <laughs> they get that. They get that. Yeah, yeah put it, it in terms of perspective for them. Clearly, Shut clearly, I use way too much margin because I have these recurring nightmares that the Ameritrade is going to show up and take my dog. Please don't take my dog. <laughs> So, Bill, you got your feet. So you're banking that no matter what goes on, uh, Powell, pumping Powell's going to come to the rescue here that, uh, yeah, he knows he's keeping rates up here, you know, higher for longer. You think you think pumping Powell's gonna come I'm, to the I'm, rescue? I'm here? I, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm smiling, but I'm scared to death of Powell. He's like the Night King of the White Walkers on Game of Thrones. He, he he shows up. He flashes those blue eyes, and you know winter. Winter is here. Winter's not coming. It's here. It's here. It's over. He he, <laughs> he scares me every time he opens his mouth. Every time he flinches. Every time he uh, raises an eyebrow. The market the market can't handle it. Oh, I, I thought I thought Jackson Hole was going to be much worse. That's when you guys originally wanted me on. I, I was hiding under my bed. <laughs> you were hiding. What are you guys? What, 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 what are you guys up to? What are we up to? We're up here. Uh, you, guys, you guys are so. We're trying this market, man. You're so, you're so hard to impress. Not even, not, not, not even full self cruise control gets you going. What's, what's going I on? Know. I know. Uh, Dennis, I Dennis tried. I told you, I tried driving that self. You know, the, the steering stays between the lines, but can't take a corner. I'm like, feels like we're a little ways away from full time. Maybe it's drive, Canada. Maybe, maybe it's the neighborhood. <laughs> I've seen this thing zooming up, up and down. My, maybe. My steering wheel and it works just fine. Except when so, dog runs out. Do you see my tan? I was. Do you see my tan? The pool closed yesterday. I was swimming all summer. Nice. You look beautiful there. Yeah. Awesome. Bill, did you watch the Barbie movie? Yes, I watched it. I I, I love to pay a lot of money to have uh, uh, my girls find out how terrible men are. That's uh, that was a fantastic uh, investment. <laughs> I, I came out hating myself and a uh, hundred dollars. <laughs> You went to an AMC theater, didn't you, Bill? <laughs> Was it AMC? Who knows? Is that where they had it? I don't know. I just pay and I, I, I go. I'm going back there for the Taylor Swift movie. I just paid $55 for the Taylor Swift uh, uh, movie until I can uh, save up for what, the action. The what price. about Dumb Money? Are you going to go watch Dumb Money, Bill? Because I've seen <laughs> the advertisement on CNBC. It sounds like your kind of movie. Dumb money. It sounds. It, it sounds like my biopic. I am Dumb Money Santiago right here at your service. <laughs> so you talk about the story of my life, bro. Like, come on. What I, you about know, Bitcoin? You know, you know, you know what I need help with. Maybe you guys can help me with this. I really need help. I would like, like, I, I want to make a commitment to uh, 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 to using uh, technical uh, uh, analysis a little better. I just, I, I, I don't get the difference. I, I still don't understand the difference between a long leg doji and a stumpy rubber ducky. Can you help me out with that? <laughs> We'll throw that one the, the spoiled child play. Totally, you don't know I'm about totally that one. Clueless. You don't Which know about one? the spoiled child. 
No, what is that one? You see, Bill, we I used, got one for you, the, man. Uh, what about Bitcoin? What about Bitcoin? What about Bitcoin? Yeah, I, I'm buying. I'm buying the dip every time it goes down ten uh, percent. I buy. I, I just I, I do it automatic. I don't even know how I do it, but I looked the other day. I've got a lot of Bitcoin. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who set that up. It must be there from last year, but it's it's accruing. So the more the more it goes it's down, the better for me. Yeah. So you you yeah I'm doing all right. You guys, okay. I can't stay forever. I gotta. I got I'm expecting a phone call from Scam Likely. So what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm telling you, I've been saying that my Amazon account gets hacked every single day, according to my email. It is like my email is just literally littered with scams. If I bring it up, it is half scams. I bet you. I'm like I everything. Know- I, everything I do is is scam. I have like three Facebook accounts. I can't get into any of them. They're all they're, they've all been taken over by some uh, Korean uh, uh, entity. I, I I can't even understand the language on them anymore. How do we fix right. this? Because, you know, you can get your Norton and you can get all these, you know, these, you know, obviously anti, or, or, or you can get all this cybersecurity, but I still get these scams all the time coming at me. I mean, what do we do? How do we stop this? Because eventually, I mean, I'm going to screw up and open the wrong email and bang, they're going to have everything on me. I, I I I don't know, Joe. You're the business guy. Start a start a uh, a, a cybersecurity business. See how much money you lose in that. <laughs> Bill, before we let you go, I mean, yeah. you know, investing. We've talked the Fed. We've talked some of your, you know, some of the stocks that you're looking at. Um, just what about any, any comments on the geopolitical situation and uh, its potential impact on the markets? I mean, you have. Uh, you have uh you know, what are you North talking about Korea taiwan or... putin yeah kim jong-un, kim jong-un is, is meeting with putin right now on some train he's taking a train i don't i, I don't understand this visual why is he on a train to go meet <laughs> putin first of all he can't do it via zoom he doesn't have some sort of korean <laughs> they don't have that yet Bill. they don't or take, have that or take, yet. Or take a plane there china's flying balloons Un is on a train and we're scared of these people. <laughs> it, does, it, doesn't, okay. it doesn't, it doesn't, it uh, doesn't make sense to me. Well, when you come oh, into the I Motor leave. City, before, yes. What's that? When you come into the Motor after City, after the strike, <laughs> after the strike is resolved, I'm okay. waiting for the riots. Okay. I, I, I can't, I can't remember. Remember this. Here's my, here's, here's my final thought. Sell okay. Cinco de Mayo by Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos, baby. You know it, Bill. <laughs> now you're speaking Mitch's language. Now you're speaking there my you language. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I'm glad I finally tapped in. <laughs> the rest of you guys, I'll have to explain you later, but it seems like Mitch is on my page. Yeah, okay. I got you, Bill. No worries. All right, Bill Santiago, comedian, investor, trader extraordinaire, always bringing uh, humor to the pre-market prep show, Bill. We love you, and we'll die you up uh, real soon, okay? Yeah, let's see what happens uh, after the uh, Apple event. Let's see what happens on Wednesday. I know I know. if we're down 100 points, you'll call me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have a good one, Bill. Take care, guys. And uh, definitely do us a favor, guys. Give Bill a nice follow on Twitter if you guys enjoyed that. I saw a lot of you guys enjoyed in the chat, so you guys can click that link. I threw it up in the chat. Let's give him a good follow on Twitter. Maybe give him a, a good shout out for a good laugh this morning. So it's definitely fun to always have Bill Santiago on. Uh, we don't do it all the time, but sometimes we got to have some fun up. on this show, right? Yep.
Yeah, I, I appreciate Joel bringing him on. So thank I like you, Joel. That. I like Bill. We got a little. He it's usually fun. makes fun of us more, and uh, he usually has a, a pretty good take. <laughs> he took it easy took on it, us today. He did yeah, take he took it, it easy. easy on no. us today. I was like scared and cowering. <laughs> Why do you think I ran to the there. back? <laughs> yeah, you you were right off. So I couldn't even see you. I didn't even know you were there. You were really scared. All right, all right, guys. Let's get let's back. Go. Let's go. Let's go to the. Um, let's take a look at the Bitcoin rally and maybe if that's something that you guys think it could actually stay on. Uh, Bitcoin, of course, jumping to twenty six percent. Some people are saying that this is due to a short squeeze. We're seeing uh, some of these stocks move this morning. Mara up was was up pre market. Um, some of these uh, kind of Bitcoin stocks already getting the lift in the pre market. Yeah. Is yeah. this something that could sustain the rally? What do you guys I, think? Again. I'm going to go to the regional banking situation. And if that worsens, mm. that's when I want to buy Bitcoin. Could that be so, the reason why this is happening? I, well, it was, no, nah, I don't, I don't know if that's the reason for this little mini pop. And I think it's selling off Bitcoin because the banking situation is stabilized, but there's definitely that inverse correlation between regional banks and Bitcoin pricing. You start seeing the regional banks start to fall off a cliff. That's when you want to get long Bitcoin. So just keep that in mind. Inverse correlation between the KRE and the Bitcoin. I just think when I, because I, I was looking, I mean, I, you know, the futures obviously trade on a different cycle than the cash index. I'm seeing it up, you know, 1200 bucks. It's definitely a substantial move after you broke down through support yesterday. Uh, you know, looking for the news, looking different things and a short squeeze. I mean, I mean, if that's not kind of like digging the bottom of the barrel, looking for a rally, uh, reason for a rally i mean i just thought everyone was just long bitcoin who shorts oh, bitcoin but yeah hold on i'm like, holding a little bit yeah. i'm a little bit I mean, who shorts bitcoin? how could there be a short squeeze when everyone is long it right i i just understand and i'm sure that uh the guys that are trading the futures i'm sure they're just i'm sure they're hedged it so i Maybe that's the reason. Maybe a short squeeze. I just, uh, I don't know, pretty weak reason to me. Um, it's back above the former support. So if you want to do, you know, you undercut the low of the, uh, of the recent uh, decline by quite a bit. Uh, let's see if it holds on for the gains for today. I'll look at the high for last week. This is basis the futures. And uh, that high is right around 26,500. So establish a bit over that then. I'll buy the short squeeze theory, and maybe we'll get a look at 28K uh, in the Bitcoin futures. All right, guys, a little bit of news that just hit the tape for me. I just saw it hit here. Intel to sell a 10% stake of the IMS nano fabrication business to TSMC for $4.3 billion. Um, so just wanted to state that as I saw that hit the tape just literally seconds ago. Um, at least for us here. And it looks like it was in also a little bit earlier at yeah. 830. Was there a pop at 830? Let me see a pop. It's kind of just, there. It's kind of yeah, just taking yeah. a stride. Yeah. Uh, I think for just, I mean, you see the pair of highs, the upper right chart there. I mean, that's a big level. And then there's probably some paper stacked at 39, right? Since you haven't been to, uh, you know, anywhere near 39, it's big, thick stock trades, quite a bit of volume. I mean, it's a it's a big level. Forty seventy is your next monthly high. But uh, we'll what see about the got... TSM chart? Also, uh, just because also I wanted to state this that of course TSM makes those chips that Qualcomm uh, will use mm. in the iPhones. So they were stating that this morning as already a lift for TSMC. Can this continue now with another added catalyst? 
Man, a little bit of a pop. I just, man, I've just been looking at it. Yeah. Joel, why the leak? I mean, if we're going into this huge, raging AI, you know, uh, like boom, why Taiwan Semiconductor down so much? Because that's an AI play for sure. I mean, that's powering NVIDIA. I mean, it's powering us so much. I mean, why? Why are we coming down here? It's the meeting. Oh, goodness. You know, we've got, you know, the, the meeting with uh, Putin and the North Korean guy there. What's his name? Chum Chin, Kim Jong-un. It's at it. Yep. That's at the nervousness. Why are we leaking? So that I don't think it's any of that. I, I, are you talking, you're talking like from Taiwan yesterday. Semiconductor. Oh, Taiwan Semiconductor? Because I, I have the NVIDIA chart up. No, he right? mentioned I, Taiwan. So we'll go to NVIDIA in a second here. But Taiwan Semiconductor. We are $110 back in June. We are sitting at a three-month low here. And if we're going into the super AI boom cycle, why Taiwan Semiconductor not participating? I don't know. Like, uh, uh, like obviously, me and Mitch were always concerned about invasion. But it doesn't sound like that's imminent at all. It doesn't sound like that's coming. So that's not the risk. Why? Do we continue to leak here on Taiwan Semiconductor? If we're going to an AI boom, then this is a big time buy here. I'll say that much. If we're going into an AI boom, Taiwan Semiconductor is a big time buy. Or is Taiwan Semiconductor telling us something? 140 to 60, right? So what you had, uh, uh, what, 80 point move? You got 60 of it back. I mean, it, it, it doesn't look good. The reason I wanted to bring up NVIDIA is NVIDIA. Oh, I got that wrong again is that this was i think a big catalyst for the rally up just for the entire chip sector and it didn't really participate in the rally with nvidia now nvidia is selling off we are below the 450 area so i just think that it you know that this is a key stock when i talked about delta you know after earnings and the way that that stock sold off i that's what i think i don't think there's uh you know i just think it's just the sector and that the fact that nvidia is still not ripping i think that's uh weighing on tsm ticker time All right, let's... ticker time uh, we're going to start the wrap up there, um, but we can do like one, one or two. We got five here. minutes here. We're wrapping way too early. Let's go to some ticker time here. All right, let's get to some ticker time here. Any tickers that you guys see out there you guys want to touch? I'm looking through right now. Uh, I see WWE, but I don't think we're going to talk too much about that. I stock. think it's gone, isn't it? Unless you guys want the SmackDown. WWE is um, gone. That's it's it's gone. It's private, right? Yeah, I think it's off. The yeah. Unless they change symbols. I'm pretty sure it's done. The deal is done. I'm pretty sure WWE is now gone. So can't trade that one anymore. Now we got some tickers letting letter in there. All right, there we go. I saw Snap mentioned in the chat. Etsy, scary till a turn. What do you guys think about those two? Snap and Etsy. Etsy, Etsy. I haven't looked at Etsy in a while. Oh my gosh, what happened to Etsy? I haven't looked at the uh, stock in a long time. Consumers. $100 a month ago, Joel. 64 bucks. Consumers probably not buying, baby. Consumers Holy macro, that's buying. a new 52-week low. No, we got to go further. That is a new two and a half year low for Etsy. Wow. That just snuck up on me. I don't know what's going on there. Square too. Square broke down yesterday, not looking, but it gets an upgrade here today. So I actually do have a trading position on Square uh, just from the rating. But Etsy, man, what's up? I mean, it's taken out. Uh, the, I mean, the only thing you can look at or lean on here is uh, your mate. Wow, getting back to some COVID lows. Uh, 61.31 uh, was your low back in May of 2029. Major losing streak here. So I don't know what to say. If you're long this one, I don't know. Yesterday's high even seems like a long 
a long ways away. You've had several lower highs in this area. So at least wait for one higher, you know, higher high before you even try and look on the upside. Oversold, but yeah. Yeah, we've heard that. just catching a fallen knife here. Yeah, we've Um, heard heard that term before, right? (laughs) Oversold. It's kind of interesting here. I haven't seen this offer before. And let me know if anybody has seen this offer. I was just like this online there. And I see all of a sudden Disney trying to offer me a package here for $199 for Disney+. Plus. Um, so I don't know months. if they're trying to do some advertising to get some subscribers back up. But this looks like a limited time deal that is being advertised out there. And I always like to catch these things. Uh, just like I saw a bunch of DraftKings mentions right before the NFL season. You even saw it on Twitter. You saw a bunch yeah. of things mentioned. Um, things like this. When I see companies advertise, I feel like they're just reaching. They're trying to get customers, right? Get that subscription count up. We'll see what happens there. All right, let's catch one more in the chat. Um, let's see what else we got here. Let's do one more since we did ticker time. CVS is an interesting one because... Uh, it is getting a little bit of a pop yesterday, and yeah. it wasn't an overall industry-wide move. So I'm wondering yeah. here, what do you? How do you guys see this? There's yeah, multiple you... headlines here too. Just before I give the technical, Joel, CVS came out with guidance after the bell. They reiterated their they reiterated for their fiscal. I think for the quarter and for the rest of the year here. So they did reiterate their guidance, and um, then you get the upgrade, I believe, here as well today. Am I correct on that, Money Mitch? I thought correct. I saw it. Wolf go research. by. Who's upgrading upgrading? to outperform wolf 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 research upgrading um to outperform when announcing an 80 dollar price target i mean there's room up to 70 it had the gap down day i believe that is when uh the state of california um abandoned them for the uh for what the amazon cuban uh don't quote me on that but that was the big gap down day you held that gap and uh, now you're uh, 70 bucks. I mean, that's where you got room up to there. Once you get into 70, uh, not a lot of room to go up here because you gap down from uh, 72.58. So that wide open area for CVS, if you're looking for a little pullback here, it was a nice move yesterday. Maybe if they get it down unchanged under $69 yesterday's close, uh, 68.75. We'll look at that as potential support. Also, it was really a nice bump up in volume. You're tripping the volume uh, from Friday. Uh, in Monday session, Joel, Joel so. says there's room to 70 and bang it blasts off to 70. Oh, <laughs> it actually just ticked up. I it's see it. I 70 see it. right now. Oh, Joel speaks <laughs> and it just happens. All right. S&Ps did have a little pop there. The Oracle did get a little pop also, but uh, there's a news bit on CBS. Yeah. Something just broke. Yeah. Something else got? happened here. Something else is going on. Yeah, something something's else? going on there. I don't have We're it. We're waiting for I, it. I, I, nine I can tell you right drop. now, I'm something wondering. happened. We're a minute early for that, but we just popped at 7090 here now, 7064. We're blasting off on CVS. Something happened here right now. Yeah, uh, definitely getting the list. Real quick, AH is asking about uh, the Jewish holiday. It's sell Rosh Hashanah and buy Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah starts on Friday. Uh, so that is a uh, potential. I'll be doing an article uh, later in the week on that. But uh, It's not Dia de Muerte? I'm sorry. It's not Dia de Muerte, like Bill Santiago just said. <laughs> uh, I'll have to put Joe, that in. Joe Google. didn't get that one. <laughs> I, I I don't know what that means, Mitch. No worries. I'm just messing with you. Uh, he just gave like a different outlook on on a trade like yeah. that from a holiday yeah. to a holiday. So 
I missed it. I missed it. No, I, a good one. Uh, good one by Bill. But uh, uh, we're leaking back toward the lows of the session. We'll just keep an eye on yesterday's low. Yeah. Uh, actually, yesterday's blowback low was a lot lower at uh, 4508.75. They held it during the day at 4520. So there's some potential support. And uh, just haven't seen much green on it. It's one of those days where. It just doesn't look like, you know, we started the day in the red. It looks like so far the, the Bears are in control. The Bears. The Bears. Uh, but tomorrow's the big day. So we'll wrap up the show today by previewing tomorrow's show. And uh, we're going to have our guest come on at 8.15. And that's going to be our boy, Blue, Blue Putnam. He's going to be coming on at 8.15, talking about the inflation numbers that are coming out at 8.30. We have that on uh, CPI on Wednesday and PPI on Thursday. So that's probably what uh, what the market's waiting for, for uh, our next big move. All right, guys, we'll see what happens there. I did want to mention here Benzinga's FinTech Deal Day and Awards. So if you guys want to check that out, definitely hit the link below. We'll bring you guys over to live trading. That's coming up next. I'm going to play a little trailer here so you guys know exactly what's going down at the FinTech Deal Day, the biggest gathering of capital markets FinTech leaders. Check it out, team. And, of course, we'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Of course, the one and only Free Market Prep.